Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Ruffin Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which, which is, is us. us. Happy oh. New Year. Oh, happy New Year. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say that to you today. Yeah. Well, it's we're, we're three days in. It's like yeah. old news <laughs> at this point. But uh, Happy New Year, everybody. New Year. Yeah. Did everybody, did you have a nice break, Brian? I did. Yeah. It was relaxing. So did I. Yeah. I went to Nashville. I drank a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing Whole30 now. Because Are you? like something, yeah, some, I was like, I have to like flush the whole system. See, I still have people visiting from like vacation, mm-hmm. like over, and so they're still kind of partying. I think tonight will be my last night of drinking for, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. But not really. I'm still, I know you're not supposed to like cut any corners in the Whole30, but I'm still allowing myself to have like a glass of wine every once in a while because I you just- should- I'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But you should document yourself doing that for some project. Oh yes, I'm yeah, on. yes. Um, and I, I am keeping copious notes. Okay. Any who's all? <laughs> We've got so much news. A lot of news. Did it? Sl- it didn't slow down for even one second. It did not. No. You know, we Sammy and I recorded an episode between Christmas and New Year's, and we thought it would be like a light news week because, like, every no one works. Everyone goes on vacation. Yeah, but it was not. Um, we are. On day thirteen of the government shutdown. Day thirteen, wow. Yeah. Um, I said this in the newsletter, but the government shutdown has officially lasted longer than my last diet. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> if you had watched the video in the ring, you'd be dead by now. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You'd be dead tw- twice, twice over. Twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how we quantify time. Yeah, I do it. I do it in um, numbers of times you would have died if you had watched the video. <laughs> Which is just weeks. Yeah, that's yes. It's it's literally just weeks, but it's just a fun way to calculate um, weeks. Okay. Yes. Can I tell you what's been getting me through this week in Trump's America? What's getting you through this week? Okay, so yesterday, uh, President Trump held a cabinet meeting at the White House, and and a number of crazy things happened. Uh, At one point, he seemed to endorse the 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, which is like a Russian talking point yeah and that's like something that the united states government like on policy opposed so that's like, kind of crazy we, we like aided the rebels yeah like, we fighting like, against the soviet union at the yeah time. that was like the time where we actually worked like with what would be the taliban or the early yeah. taliban we like helped them so it's basically like he took the side against the u.s in a conflict low-key very interesting also very he also said it was the reason that soviet union collapsed it was probably about like five to ten percent of the reason it collapsed but yeah. you know whatever um then he also said that the soviet union invaded afghanistan to fight terrorists and that they went bankrupt because of the war which is also false so i don't know if like he like was in a text convo with Vladimir Putin before this and just started regurgitating kind of like everything they'd been texting about. Cause I don't even understand why this is what was being discussed. I don't know why it was being discussed. Also it's crazy. Like, I mean, obviously like we have these like new cabinet members because of like the Mattis and all these people like leaving. Yeah. There's like a guy from Boeing now, some like 
lobbyists yeah. are serving on the just cabinet. Just like a trash can full of raccoons. But you know, they're probably not going to be here by the end of the year, so... No, good luck to them all. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so the, it, he was supposed to, he was talking about how the stock market has been really crazy lately. He was talking about a bunch of things, but it was really hard to pay attention to what he was talking about because he had, or someone on his staff had printed out. It was his idea. It was definitely his idea. <laughs> he printed out uh, the meme, the sanctions are coming meme. The, the Game of Thrones meme that he had tweeted a long time ago, they printed out a poster-sized version of it and put it on the table. Truly. But also don't address it, so it's just yes. there <laughs> the whole time. And, like, people... Sammy, like, posted on the Insta story of her just being like, what is this? Like, why is this on the table? And to not even... It was also, like, not, like, a piece of paper. Like, like no, a, it was a, a poster. Size. It was a poster-sized... They didn't even talk about sanctions. No, it was the weirdest thing. It remind it made me think like Trump is fully that girl who like gets her own face on a cake for her birthday. Or like one time in college, I saw a girl who had a phone case that was her own face. <laughs> and I was like, that's this. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just like putting something like that. Just like putting like, I don't know, like a pile of poop on the table. At and then just not addressing it. Has Trump seen Game of Thrones? Like, there's no way he watches prestige television. He <laughs> identifies with Cersei Lannister. In that he wants and to Joffrey. fuck his yeah. family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, he is very Joffrey-like. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say Joffrey, but Joffrey dies. Yeah. And But Trump he is very, die. like, like, he would pull the move as Spoiler being, like, alert. <laughs> Lady Ivanka has asked me to spare Ned Stark's head, but I am not a weak woman. And then just like has his buddy chop his head off. Like that is absolutely what yeah, would happen. That's him. He's um, a Lannister for sure. So anyway, that's crazy and so bizarre. What if Obama post probably like, printed out one of the memes of like him and Joe Biden and just like yeah. put it on the table? So weird. <laughs> Ah, it's just strange. It's just strange stuff. Maybe um, he's just excited that this is the year that Game of Thrones comes back. And honestly, we would agree on that. Yeah, I'm excited I'm to see excited. how this series ends. I wasn't as blown away by the last season. I felt like mm -hmm. there were some things that I was like, well, this is a little bit too much. Yeah, they like, but, they like, they fed to the audience a little bit too yes, much. Yes, and they taste. sped up time in a way that I'm like, I get needing to speed up time. Mm -hmm. But to go from... King's Landing from it being an entire season to like get from the north to King's Landing to it, like fucking like Gendry running from the wall to like where all the bad people are. like he yeah. ran <laughs> he just did a jog <laughs> so anyway that's just some Game of Thrones talk for you guys yeah <laughs> Brian what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America so the 2020 primary race is starting to take shape yes um we've had our first declaration um not that she's running from elizabeth warren but that she is starting an exploratory committee mm -hmm. into running which is like the first coffee date yes of running for president mm -hmm. it's like the text to ask if you are interested in going out yes date. yeah the first like hello on a yeah. dating app is it gonna work <laughs> what brings you here yeah. <laughs> what brings you to this <laughs> exactly you know how people are really polite on dating apps and they yeah. always say like really nice things it's like but also it's like when people ask you like what brings you here it's like what the fuck do you think brings me yeah. here like i'm horny yeah <laughs> like, 
It's like asking the gym, like, why are you at the gym? Yeah. It's like, because I feel fat. Yeah, like, I want my body to change. Okay, anyways. Okay. Uh, sorry. So, when she announced she was going to run, there's there was this, like, weird, like, likability thing. Everyone talking about It's going to happen anytime a woman steps into the it ring. It was frustrating. Um, and then I was, then I was watching, uh, Elizabeth Warren had her first interview since she announced, um, she was on Maddow, uh, Rachel Maddow last night and I found her very compelling. I really forgot how like intelligent and well-spoken she is. Cause she's kind of taken a back seat. Probably she had that blunder. The ha- DNA yeah. blunder was not good. But something that I think is really cool about what she's saying is she's talking about how the Democrats need to be super progressive in terms of where they get their money from. Yes. And not, and being um, grassroots funded and not taking money from super PACs. And because there's this like, because like Beto is like this, he's crowdfunded. Bernie was like this in 2016. Yeah. Um, and uh, sorry, our producer just interrupted me very rudely. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and he'll know my, my disgruntlement when he listens to this. Yes. Um, anyways, I'm just kidding, Mike. Uh, she, uh, she also talks about how like, they're like Mike Bloomberg and this, and then like another Billy Tom Steyer yes. are like potentially running. And she talks about how <clears throat> these billionaires shouldn't even be self-funding. No, it should all be like stuff that you yeah. raise from other people. It should be based on how much you inspire people. And I love that because we all know Republicans aren't going to do that. No, no. Oh my God. Donald Trump is not going to do that. Uh, I mean, Trump probably could, he could fund himself and he definitely did get a lot of small dollar donations. Like his, the funding of his campaign was definitely But like in terms of down ballot. I don't foresee that happening with Republicans. And I think that also, well, we'll talk about this later. The Democrats are um, looking to address that legislatively. Yes. But there's also something interesting that came out speaking of 2020 with Bernie Sanders. Yes. Okay. Um, so I read this article while trapped on the train today. Uh, <laughs> the Fun side piece. Elise yeah. just uh, told us the L train is no longer shutting, shutting down. down. Yeah. For anyone who's a Brooklynite Cuomo just announced that they're not actually shutting down the L train, which is like, I mean, it's, good but also what what are they gonna do instead and also like i literally know people who moved apartments because they said this is gonna happen did not i I moved out of bushwick and didn't look in bushwick because of this situation yeah it's crazy but anyway that's just a little uh north williamsburg (laughs) (laughs) north brooklyn news uh so an article came out in the new york times uh yesterday that basically outlines that during Bernie Sanders's uh 2016 campaign there was uh just sort of like rampant sexual harassment and a really huge pay gap among Sanders staffers um a number of women who worked for Bernie in 2016 now to be clear like no one's saying that Bernie sexually harassed them mm-hmm. like that's that's not it but they're saying that basically like the men, the male, overwhelmingly white male leadership in the campaign uh, would kind of ignore sexual harassment stories. They would like kind of shove to the side sexual harassment claims. One woman who um, I don't have her name in front of me, but she was working in like the Latino division specifically Mm -hmm. of the campaign, like the Latino outreach, whatever area. Um, She said that one of her supervisors would like, run his hands through her hair, Ugh. like touch her, say weird things. And when she told 
her big boss about it, he said, you would have liked it if you were younger. And another woman witnessed that happen. So that's just like one of the things that's in there. Um, And uh, another is that they noticed, I guess they got access to like pay records somehow. Mm -hmm. And they noticed that male staffers were being paid like thousands of dollars more than female staffers uh, for the same work. So that fucking sucks. Yeah. He did apologize in CNN. However, it was kind of like a, shitty apology it was weird. yeah i mean so he basically said like he apologized to anyone who was harassed or who didn't get paid enough which is like okay and then he basically their party line or what what i've been reading is kind of that their argument is like the campaign grew really fast it grew Mm -hmm. really quickly we didn't have all of our ducks in a row and like if we run again, wink, wink, all all of our pay will be standardized and we'll have like a lot more stuff in place He's also, it's also, it's like, yes, think like he can't obviously take res- like full responsibility, like, but he is, he, he is the head honcho. Yeah, exactly. It's and that like, shit trickles down. Your name is on the campaign. I don't doubt that. I, I feel like Bernie Sanders didn't personally know of anyone no, being harassed. That we know of. Yeah, that we know. I, I like, I'll go out and say Bernie probably wasn't aware of any specific incidents, but it's like. You have to look at what kind of an environment you're creating in mm-hmm. your campaign. And apparently, like, a number of staffers have said that the 2016 environment was toxic yeah. in a number of ways. And that's something that he's going to have to address. And it kind of plays into the, like, Bernie bro mm-hmm. negative reputation of, like, dudes who stand Bernie Sanders in a way where you're kind of like, is this because you hate women? Yeah. <laughs> like, not. And I know tons of people who voted for Bernie. I don't have, pro- I, I like Bernie. I like, mm-hmm. like I really res his message resonated with me in 2016. I ended up voting for Hillary in the primary, but not cause I like hated him, but there definitely were those dudes where I was like, your love of Bernie is directly proportional to like, problems you have with yeah. women in general and you know, i can s- i smell it on you buddy <laughs> i was also like i was i brought this up to elise before we started recording i wonder what would happen if bernie like took a step back and was like i'm not running in 2020 which i don't think he should and just endorsed elizabeth yeah. warren i think yeah. it would be a game changer for her it's interesting that like he hasn't yeah even done the exploratory committee yet mm-hmm. like i wonder if but i feel like he's definitely gonna get in the game I Brian and I were talking about this earlier, but my strategy for 2020 and the Democratic primary is to just like sit back, take the candidates in, choose the one I like and try not to get like fucking toxic about it and not get like toxic. I feel like I would be be towards is like if Michael Avenatti. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm not jazzed about the idea of like Mike Bloomberg running as a Democrat. That would be like very Obviously, still voting for, for these people yeah, over Trump. Exactly. I mean, would but still. Like, I will make jokes about you and probably shit on you a little bit. But for the most part, everyone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited to see who comes out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and the first debate is in July. Yeah. Which it's is like crazy. Six months away. It's, so it's, it's really June or happy. July. I think it's June. Oh, uh, it could be June. One of them. It's coming. That's still close. It's on the books. The fact that the debate is on the books is crazy. It's going to happen soon. Okay. Main news? Main news. Let's do it. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. 
Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying, he loves airplanes, he loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Oh uh, my gosh, guys, today's the day. The, the new house the came new in today. House. Um, the Democrats are being sworn, the Congress people are being sworn in as we speak. Um, I think it's official. I don't know if it's official. It's probably official by the time you listen to this. Nancy Pelosi is speaker, speaker of the House. Yep. Once again, she is the first woman to hold this job, and she is the, the first to have it twice in about 50 years because she had it in like, she lost it in 2011 when yeah. the Republicans took back the House. And she is now third in line to the presidency. Uh, I mean, I don't hate that. <laughs> no, I don't hate don't that Don't hate that at all. Because, um, you can know, you imagine if like, somehow Mm -hmm. all of this turned out and then they were like and now mike pence has also been impeached and nancy pelosi is the president that would be very interesting that would be crazy that would be crazy it would be somehow crazier than how things have already been yeah (laughs) (laughs) so some things that the new house will probably be working towards is they they have a lot of things on their agenda um but most like I think in order to get things actually passed, they're going to focus on a few things, like two things in particular that Donald Trump may agree with, which is a bill that would <clears throat> like a massive infrastructure bill and also a bill that will uh, bring down the price of prescription drugs. Oh, yeah. Remember when Trump, this was like last year, he was like, it's infrastructure week. And then like nothing. Happened. Nothing happened in terms of infrastructure. I think yeah. that was like the week that like Paul Manafort was. Yeah, it was like supposed to be infrastructure week. But then one of his many scandals mm-hmm. blew up like. But they're also focusing on a few other things. Uh, they're going to be looking into tackling corruption. The first bill that they're going to try and introduce is a broad anti-corruption bill that institutes campaign finance reform, new lobbying rules, and may expand voting rights, including automatic voter registration in some cases, which would be yeah. great. They're also looking to like protect voter rights, um, lower, I already said this, common sense gun reform, action on climate change. There's this whole Green New Deal that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is working on that people are talking about and maybe they can wrap some you know climate change action into an infrastructure bill and make americans work to build renewable energy sources which would be great um maybe stabilize the aca but what's also very exciting about the democrats taking over the house is that they are now in charge of all the investigations and special committees yeah they can't just like devin nunes it and like pretend to be investigating but not really do it or keep documents secret yeah it's like democrats would ask for subpoenas and or like like would ask to get something and like a document like an email or something 
and instead of and they would say no and not give a reason as to why they wouldn't give it over. Yeah. Now, now they can just subpoena that shit. They would also, yeah, they would keep things private from the public. They would do these, a lot of these hearings, they would like hold them, but not have mm-hmm. them be in a public forum. Well, so like there's the whole Michael Cohen um, interview that he gave in front of one of the committees and that is part of the Mueller investigation now because he apparently lied under oath yeah. and they're thinking of releasing that to the public. Yeah. I mean, it's really great. It's yeah. really great. They're looking to lower prescription drug prices, which, which is one thing that Trump has also talked about. So that's something that could actually like be done, mm-hmm. I think. And um, infrastructure. Everyone wants better roads and tunnels. And yeah. Shit. Why not? Yeah. The L train. The L train. <laughs> Perfect example. Perfect example. Um, so some expected investigations is looking into Jared Kushner's security clearance and business ties to foreign governments. Probably why he's not chief of staff. Yes. Um, members of the Trump's campaign contacts with the Russians during the 2016 election. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Members of Trump administration's use of private email for government related businesses. Because remember... Uh, Ivanka and Jared are both implicated in this. <laughs> and also it was a huge talking point fucking during the 2016 election if, against Hillary Clinton. If you see Ivanka give interviews where she has to justify it, you see her dad like flash in her eyes when people ask her like tough questions. Like mm-hmm. she wants to go in on she, but she like keeps her like weird measured ASMR voice the whole yeah. time. But you can see that she wants to just be like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like I you just can can't see believe it in her. These fucking people Work at the White House. Why yeah. is she working at the White House? I don't know. I mean, it's... it's I don't know. So they're also going to look into Trump's uh, response to Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, the Trump administration attempt to undermine the Affordable Care Act. Basically, they cut funding for like pr- PR and stuff. And then there's all the, also all these like conservative-held states mm-hmm. that are suing, saying it's unconstitutional. And they're also looking into the administration's family separation policy and its impacts on the children and the separated children and where they are living now. They also, because like, we don't know all the children that were separated still. We yeah, don't know their they names. didn't take, I mean, there was just no plan to reunify them. I mean, obviously, the horrors of Trump's policy at the border mm-hmm. come out every day. Two children have died. Yeah. Like, that we know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know how many were separated. We know yeah, that's stories. just children. There's adults who've been who've died as well. Yeah, that's the other thing is like obviously what's happening to children is like there was so, a trans woman who was beaten in custody and died. Yeah, like what's happened to children is so like blatantly horrific and like more. It's so far beyond the pale yeah. that it's like that gets a lot of the attention. But like it's not okay to treat adult migrants the way we're treating yeah. them either. Mm-hmm. Like. It's I mean, it's still inhumane. Like it's not like I feel like we lose sight of like the fact that this is just like a mass uh, human rights violation that's happening to so many people. So speaking of Trump's policy on the border. Yeah. I have some updates about the government shutdown. Let's hear it, yo. <laughs> it's still happening. So as we said, we are two rings deep. <laughs> two ring video deep. Two rings, ring deaths deep into the government shutdown. Um, they had a meeting at the White House yesterday, which was about as productive as meetings at the White House ever go. Um, this was a different meeting from the meme meeting. Yeah. This was separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he told... In the meeting, he told lawmakers that he can't accept uh, a Democratic plan to reopen the government uh, because he would look foolish, which is like so great to the people who are like missing paychecks. But but it's also it's like that's your justification for this. What's your just like 
justification for looking foolish for all the other fucking I know. things you I, do. It's like so... <laughs> It's so funny. It's like, this is what you think would make you look yeah. foolish. Funding the government. But basically what Democrats have offered is that they went and they were like, look, we still are not going to give you wall funding, but we will pass a bill that will open reopen six of the closed agencies. So we'll reopen most of the government. The ones that have nothing to do with this wall yeah. dispute. And then we'll continue to negotiate over the uh, Department of Homeland Security, a.k.a. the border security issue. We'll do another month to negotiate it. But Trump has said, no, he's not going to sign that because he has to get his wall that doesn't work because planes exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like ladders and tunnels. Yeah. Like that's what I don't understand is like, does he not does he know what I a know. ladder is? And the, that's, the thing is, like, it's it's a fact that most people at this point, the way most illegal immigrants stay in the country is that they get a tourist visa or a student visa or whatever, and they overstay it. They come by plane. But the re, like this isn't really an immigration, an anti uh, illegal immigration issue. It's like an anti people from central and south america (laughs) issue and so those are the people who are most likely to come across the border in these like Mm -hmm. sort of like spectacular caravan ways and that's like but also even they could get around a wall because (laughs) but via climbing and well it's like also it's like the border is so huge even if there's a wall from like the whole border the amount of manpower to like watch yeah that whole stretch of wall would be insane and cost an insane amount of money and it would also like people could tunnel through by that time yeah like, didn't, didn't el, el chapo, chapo? Yes. yes el he chapo dug out of a fucking prison yeah miles yeah i mean it's it's crazy and it's just like the focus on the southern border as the only place that illegal immigration is happening just kind of shows what these people are real really care about because that's not and also when he was running he says he would lose he said that the wall is the reason he won the 2016 campaign no it was the russians but um also he was also running saying that mexico would pay for the fucking wall i do not understand why not one person as far as i can tell has asked him about that yes can we just tattoo it on everyone fucking reporter forehead like can someone please just be like hey didn't you say mexico was gonna pay for the wall and just see what he says to yeah. that well then he'll say like oh well the, the bill with the trade agreement with with mexico makes them pay for the wall a it hasn't been signed b that's not how that's that works. not how it works but at least i just want him yes to have to say something yeah, about not tweet it tweet about it like i just want him to have to answer that question and i obviously he's going to say some bullshit, but I want to see what bullshit he says. He hasn't even had to say the bullshit. Like, yeah. (laughs) Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options? Feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture. Fear not because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. 
Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Okay, um, so... After this meeting, uh, Nancy Pelosi called this the Republican solution. Uh, And I just she's had so many great quotes lately. She Mm -hmm. was like, he's going to do whatever he wants. Call it a wall. Call it a fence. I think he'll be down to a beaded curtain at some point. Like she's had great lines. So she called this the Republican solution because Republicans are the ones who negotiated the funding for those six agencies. So this Mm -hmm. is stuff supposedly they want funded at the levels they want it funded. So like why keep them closed? Um, But Mitch McConnell said after the meeting that not much was accomplished. Actually, in the clip where they ask him, he actually starts kind of laughing. Like, as he's saying, he was like, I don't think that any solutions were reached at this meeting. And he starts laughing, which makes me wonder, like, how bad it actually was in there. Um, And uh, he also said that he he was hopeful a solution would come in the coming days or weeks. So that's like weeks. The longer that this goes on, the more even people who don't work in those agencies are going to start seeing things like happen. Like I think trash collection in D.C. is affected by this. Oh, yeah. Like the, it's the national start, parks are open, but there's no maintenance. Yeah. So there's like shit everywhere. Yeah. You can't. There's no one cleaning up the national parks. There's no uh, one attending to the bathrooms at the national so parks. Literal shit everywhere. Yeah. Like when we're saying shit, we mean. I mean poop. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's going to start getting worse and worse. And then the people who aren't getting paid are going to, it's going to get real. I mean, 800,000 people are on furlough right now. Yeah. And that's the people who are on furlough, but there are also people who are government contractors who don't like, who don't get reimbursed once the government opens back up and they pass like the reimbursement. Exactly. And that's like, the saddest part is those are people who are like janitors, construction Mm -hmm. workers, like people who are going to be hit even harder by this and they don't even get reimbursed i would really hope that if this goes on for a long time they'll find a way to like reimburse those people somehow but i i don't know even at this point like i I, for myself not getting a two-week paycheck is a big fucking deal and still working and still i would be living i i mean (laughs) i would just be like beep you know what um TSA can be affected by this Mm -hmm. and I will say that they let me bring an eight ounce ounce bottle of (gasps) lotion so maybe they're not being as diligent maybe because I realized when I got in I was like well I have an eight ounce bottle of lotion uh, and a weed cartridge so (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, (laughs) (laughs) now Aline's on a no fly list I know I know I'm gonna be arrested (laughs) this episode comes out They're going to be like, you talked about it on a podcast, you fucking dope. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this is my favorite, like, quote that's come out of the meeting. So apparently Trump has been trying all these. He's been using, he gathered up all his mental strength to try to come (laughs) up with good, good, all his deal-making prowess to try to come up with ways to get the Democrats to agree to a wall. And one of them was he told Nancy Pelosi that she should back the wall because she is a good Catholic and the Vatican is surrounded by a wall. (laughs) According to one official familiar with the discussion. 
That is and that, I love, I just would love to see Nancy Pelosi like answer that. <laughs> like she's a very, like you can like her or not like her, but she's a smart woman. Yeah. She's one of like a very accomplished speaker of the house. And to have to respond to like, well, you're Catholic. They, the Pope has a wall. <laughs> so why Catholic. can't we get a wall? The Pope, the Pope has a penis. You must have yeah, a penis. Yeah, exactly. Like what? It's just so weird to say like, oh, wall's good enough for the Pope, but it's not good enough for you. Yeah. yeah. Make, also, like, I don't know. <laughs> that's a different time era. Yeah, it's just a weird. Size. It's just it's a weird thing to say. It's just a weird thing to say. And and I keep imagining him saying it and being like, this one's really going to get her. Like yeah. this one's gonna be she. How, well, how is she gonna respond to this? This is how I'm getting my Walmart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna remind Nancy Pelosi that she's. Catholic. Yeah, maybe get some Catholic guilt in there. <sighs> so it looks like we're uh, we're gonna the government's gonna be shut down for a while. Yeah, I guess is the moral of this There's, story. They're saying it could be the longest ever. Yeah, I think it's like we have to go past 30 days or 33 days, and that'll be. I the certainly don't think that any moral argument about people's paychecks or whatever is gonna make Trump. He's gonna have to see personal consequences in some way shape yeah. or form for him to not it's be dug in on this. the third of his presidency in the third where all three branches of his party i mean all three branches of government were controlled by his party yeah so yeah but not anymore bitch okay let's go to one more thing and we yeah. have two one more things yeah they're both <laughs> comedian based comedy based yes. so i figure they apply. Yeah, they're like under. They're, it's one more thing, but it's like an umbrella thing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Hassan Minaj and uh, has a show on Netflix called The Patriot. Act. You might remember Hassan from the White House Correspondents Dinner. He was also yes. on the Daily Show as a correspondent for a long yes. time. He has I a really, really great, like him. Yeah, he has a really great special called Homecoming King. Yeah, it's really good. Well, so he on his show on Netflix, he did an episode about <clears throat> uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia, and the killing of Jamal Khashoggi. He also talks about. Mohammed bin Salman and how he was hailed as a reformer, but now he's like kind of like not. <laughs> yeah. And like Saudi Arabia's like role in the Yemen war and all that shit. And then Saudi Arabia contacted Netflix. They said they requested a sent a legal request to Netflix to remove the episode and then Netflix removed it. Yeah. Which was met with a lot of backlash. But what happened is there's something called the Barbara Streisand effect, which gets its name from when Barbara Streisand, uh, she had a house on the the coast of California mm -hmm. and some guy was taking pictures of the coast of California to like document erosion. Yeah. And the image had been downloaded six times. Two of those included Barbara Streisand's lawyer when they sued that guy to take down the image, mm -hmm. which like for like fifty million dollars, which prompted it to be Googled and and downloaded like forty thousand times. <laughs> so basically, yeah. by calling it by like saying like you don't want something to be called attention to, you're yeah. calling attention to Who it. Who the fuck would have known that it was Barbara Streisand? They would be like looking at a picture of a rock, and they're like, "Is that Barbara <gasps> Streisand's house? Is that like, Barbara in the pool?" Like, oh my god, that's Barbara Streisand's so house. So now everyone is talking about the show, and and that episode is still available on YouTube. In Saudi Arabia. So everyone's watching it on YouTube now. You know what? I'm going to go right out on a limb here and say that the government in Saudi Arabia has displayed 
poor judgment <laughs> in many different arenas in many, <laughs> lately many. in many many avenues and arenas and the whole the whole point of crown prince Mohammed bin salman is for him to be like the young prince who knows how youtube works yes. and stuff it's just like like i mean to put it on the list of things Saudi Arabia is stupid about and is is it, it's on there but like also it's like Saudi Arabia is still terrible and yeah. our 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 white house is letting them get away with everything power makes you old and dumb yeah i like, guess so you're just so. like you're like make them take it off of netflix yeah. like what it's uh, whatever but um Hassan Minaj has responded he tweeted he said clearly the best way to stop people from watching something is to ban it make a trend online and then leave it up on youtube and then he shouted out yemen and put up a link to donate so classy guy yeah, I like Hassan Minaj. Thank you. Um, you know who I don't like very much? Uh, Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, segue. So uh, Louis C.K., some of you may have heard, uh, he's been returning to comedy. In the comedy world, it's been a big controversy. He's performed mm-hmm. at the Comedy Cellar a bunch of times mm-hmm. now, some drop-in sets. Now he does announced sets, and the Comedy Cellar guy has this policy of swim at your own risk, and you're allowed to like leave if Louis C.K. performs. Yeah, and they'll give you your money back. Yeah, they'll give you your money back um, if a serial sexual abuser shows up on the stage. Yeah. Uh, they're like, well, we can't stop him from performing, but we'll give you your money back. So... <laughs> Leaked audio came out of a show that he did on December 12th. Okay. And basically, he's just fully gone. He's basically become like an alt-right comedian now. Like, he's fu- he went fully like old man screaming into a microphone. Um, he made fun of the Parkland students. Mm. Um, he says, uh, testify in front of Congress. These kids, what the fuck are you doing? Because you went to a high school where kids get shot. Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. And now I got to listen to you talking. Well, right before that, he was saying, fuck you. You're a child. Why aren't you finger fucking each other and doing jello shots? Like, why aren't you like, dude, they're probably finger fucking and doing jello shots, but they're also testifying in Congress and making change, you <laughs> right? asshole. It's like, like, fuck you for being lazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know you made your whole career off being like a fucking, like, gross slob, but if you, like, get out in the world, you can accomplish a couple things in a yeah. day. You can finger somebody, you can do yes. a jello shot, you can march on Washington. Yes. Like, you can you do a lot of stuff in asshole. a day. But also, why the fuck would you do this? I hope like he has, he has two young children who are in middle school, if not high school aged. I hope that they are never in a situation where a shooter comes to their school. He also uh, like, fuck you. came for, you know, people who are like on the gender spectrum who want to be mm-hmm. referred to who use they them pronouns, uh, which is just, like not only is it just like punching down. Uh, coming for people who already face adversity in their lives. It's also just fucking lazy. Like, how many drunk uncles have been like, well, I want to be referred to as a coffee cup because I it's, love coffee. It's like bad comedy. Then, like, to yeah. begin with. And then to, like, like it's lazy. Yeah. There's so many genders. Yeah. Duh. Like, but you know, that, like, why are you attacking these marginalized fucking kids? Yeah. And it's also, it's like, you know, the highest rate of su- suicide is these kids that you're fucking yeah, attacking, like you good dipshit. F- good for you. And also, another thing that's been way less reported, I feel like, 
is um, that he does a whole section on Asian men and he says that they're all women and like all this, honestly, like, I don't want to repeat the stuff that he, he says. Also, it's really, really fucked re- up. He also referred to his, I'll say this because I feel like I can. Yeah. He referred to his doctor as an old fucking Jewish fag. Okay. Um, He riffed at length about, uh, <laughs> I, he said retarded people. Yes. Um, multiple, multiple times. times. He's just an asshole. <clears throat> and yeah. like, it sucks because he's a fucking asshole. But like, he was all, he was already an asshole. This was his only, yeah, this, this is the thing is like, he gave his apology and some people I remember at the time were like, this was a good apology where he's like, I've made my career on getting up and telling people what I think. Now I'm going to take some time and, and listen. Know, and you know what? Just, he was never fucking sorry. No, he was never sorry. He obviously lied because he's not fucking listening. Yeah. And also another thing that's pissing me off about this is that like a lot of comedians are not addressing this and saying he was wrong. There are. There is an old guard of st- the stand-up world that bristles at any like. This is a new they, like. They Judd go, Apatow they, is like the only per- like really yes. prominent name that I saw say something. They cry free speech, and they're like, "If we start censoring jokes, blah blah blah." And I'm like, censorship mm-hmm. is if he was arrested yeah. for saying his jokes. No yes. one's suggesting that he be arrested. Or, yes. We're saying that the jokes sucked, and you shouldn't go to his shows or no people are saying they didn't like his jokes. It's not censorship like, to be like, these jokes sucked and they're not funny. Like where's like, like Amy Schumer is a advocate for gun rights yeah. or, or like, like not gun rights. <laughs> yeah. Gun reform. Yeah. Could you Amy imagine? Schumer is a big second amendment. But person. Like, you know what I mean? She, that is one of her like talking points. She's obviously pro like LGBTQ. She's made a lot of, statement saying how she much not that saying that she has to do something but you know what i mean yeah. it would be nice yeah and like i i was because i was like watch i watched sometimes i watch clips of the view mm-hmm. i love i love me some whoopee yeah um but whoopee introduces the segment about this and she says i haven't seen the clip so i'm not gonna say anything and then joy behar kind of says she, she was she talks about punching down and mm-hmm. calls it lazy comedy but she doesn't she says she wasn't necessarily offended it's all I'm like fuck you all the stuff Whoopi, you said about lying. asian men it. is so offensive yes. it's insane insane whoopee is like how could you you are running a segment on your television show either you that's not you're not doing your job correctly yeah or you don't give a shit this is all he has left though this is his death rattle he's basically like the only chance that i have of continuing to do comedy is to play to Mm -hmm. these fucking maga people and these like downtrodden like it's been a really difficult year for men like anti me too like that's where he is going to be able to continue to tour and continue to go up and do shows he's going to be on glenn beck and, um, yeah, he's going to go around and he's going to be like the new Tim Allen, Roseanne, whatever. And they still put him up at the Comedy Cellar is what I'll say. Let's put him and Roseanne on an island and then they can just talk about themselves to each other. Maybe we can create a conservative comedy island mm-hmm. and they can just all go there. And then whoever wants to go see them can go. Yeah. But the the catch is once you go, you cannot return. <laughs> to normal society. <laughs> you can go to conservative comedy island, but you must live there. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> okay. 
I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm really happy to be back. Yay, yeah, me too. Happy I know, New Year. I missed you, Elise, too. I missed you. And I missed all of you at home. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Smith. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Betches.